Hey guys, it's Andy Ziesmer with The Jesus Mission. This is another episode of People Who Will Change the World. I'm in Seattle today with my really good long-term friend, Craig Finley. Craig has been leading missions around the world for many years. He served as a youth pastor. Uh, I don't know if that was the official title you like to mm -hmm. go by, but yeah. you were a youth pastor up here in Seattle for over 30 years. And so uh, you need to know who Craig is. You need to know about the things that are happening in a Jesus mission as we go into the world. And Craig is leading people into the world. You just this last week, um, at the time we're recording this, you just returned from the Ukraine taking a team over there. So Craig, I, let's just let's just talk a little bit about that. How okay. was that trip? Where did where did you end up? What what did that look like? Give these people a picture of what that trip was. Yeah, I think uh, you know I, I, a lot of my friends who uh, were kind of supporting us on this felt like we were kind of stepping into some into danger. And I'm sure yeah. that is true to some extent. What we experienced was a wonderful hmm. time of. Uh, partnering with missionaries who are on the ground there, yeah. helping with refugees. Yeah. And then we had the great opportunity of bringing um, aid to the the, the east the <laughs> east part, yeah, the, the east part, which is just about three miles from the um, Russian border. And uh, we met a wonderful group of people at this church who were reaching out to the community. We were able to partner with them to bring aid, to bring the gospel. And, um, and then uh, to me, b being a youth leader, uh, we met a youth group over there. Surprisingly uh. met this, this thriving little group of young people that we were able to bring the gospel yeah. to. And uh, it was just, it was an wow. absolute delight. Okay, so <laughs> I, I tell people, you know, what was my take of it? And they're expecting some uh, horror stories. And there were, there were the, the countries at war. Yeah. Um, I don't want to diminish that at all, but we had an, oh, an amazing time. Mm. Um, interacting with people yeah. and and bringing real substantive aid. And I think that's mm -hmm. kind of one of the things that I'm uh, I'm really wanting to stress in our short-term trips. You're gonna be and are already leading basically all things short-term. Sometimes people have these impressions of what short-term yeah. missions looks like or, or should or should not. There's a lot of opinions about that, but you've been doing this now for quite some time. When did you start taking people on short-term trips? What year or what yeah, era? Yeah, I think, well, I began my um, post-high school life doing yeah. music like you yeah. did. And uh, one of the things that we saw a lot of is that we wanted to uh, be essentially missionaries mm -hmm. ourselves. But we were going from place to place and, and coming alongside people. So I really got a hold of the idea and saw the utility of that, mm -hmm. that that there is a place for people to come alongside and and do specialized types of things. So when I became a youth pastor, um, I thought that was a short-term gig, that I was going to be doing this for <laughs> like two couple of years and yeah. then enlist in doing missions. Yeah. So my heart has always been for missions. And so it began to express itself through these short-term ones. Yeah. And I, I did experience that dilemma of, uh, even myself knowing and feeling uh, that our short-term trips worth it. Mm -hmm. There's a cost element. There's uh, just the occupation of the church's focus mm -hmm. to be able to send kids on trips like this. What I was just seeing, I, I look at, I'm, you can't see it right now. I'm in, I'm in a production room and there's several people here who are manning things <laughs> who are all deeply affected by mission trips. Yeah. The, pa the staff of this church that 
this is being housed all of them I've brought these these people on mission trips all the missionaries that I know they're full-time missionaries started with short-term trips yeah. so I, I as I've done this over the years I knowing the the criticism that there could mm. be on on mission trips I still I, I, I well our philosophy is my philosophy is this we want to come in and it's twofold for me I want to come in and I want to be helpful Mm-hmm. I insist on being helpful, that we go and we work with missionaries, that we're not going just for them to give us an experience, but we're going to have to find some way that we can really be helpful. Yeah. And so the utility of actually being a help is actually more of a tricky thing than, than yeah. people think. So finding those opportunities and figuring out what we bring to a place, and then also helping to one of the things that we do in, in the, these AJM missionaries mission trips is that we're we're not just throwing this on the local church. Mm-hmm. We're gonna go and and plan and all the 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 food and the the accommodations <laughs> to travel. They're not that's not on their lap. And I think yeah. that's one of the things that happens that becomes a burden on the, the local church. Okay, yeah. so th- if we can be helpful and we can be um, kind of just coming in and helping them. Then the other side of it, and this has always been a real big part of my heart, is the people that are coming. Because, of course, that is, um, that is an opportunity for discipleship mm-hmm. and taking people out of their space and into the mission space as far as God's great commission. And I think when you get in that place, a couple things happen with people. I mean, their li- lives change, perspectives change. Mm. And then, then some people find their spot. Yeah, you know yeah. that they're going to be surfing with. And so I, I just took this trip to Ukraine. I brought a bunch of young people with me. One of them turned around and came back to the town. Wow. And um, she is now in this town helping out with refugee wow. ministry. Um, hmm. Whether that'll be a long term, so we're the first step, I think. And then there's other steps that happen that yeah. that people find themselves in a place of a heart to surf somewhere long-term yeah. in missions. I, I can attest almost uh, m- many, many, many of the missionaries that we've worked with on the field, if you ask their backstory, they got started on a trip mm-hmm. like that. They're, somebody drug them along to, uh, whether it was far or close, their perspective was shifted by their, like, just by being there, by seeing it, by touching yeah. it. And there is a cost to that, and yeah. we know the cost is high, but we, we believe that it brings eternal yield, <laughs> yeah. really, because people, as they come into deeper understanding, their hearts are broken for these people in a specific region, like that lady going yeah. immediately back to the town where you were serving in. Like, there's, there's so much value to the kingdom of God added. Yeah, I, I, I think in this day and age, I, what I see with, like the, especially the younger generation, they're traveling more. Yeah, it's easy. Um, it's easy. It, we have the opportunity. It's no longer what it used to be. So I think that criticism is, is I totally understand it. But bang for buck mm-hmm. that I've seen in ministry, in, youth, in church ministry, youth ministry, discipleship, this has always provided that. I, yeah. I, I, I want to take that the next step and actually see people kind of find their place. Yeah. And uh, I think we have opportunity for that in some yeah. of these events we have coming up. Let's talk a little bit about those events. Um, these are ones that you can join us for. We invite people to be a part of these things uh, because we believe they change lives and that maybe God's calling you into missions and this is an exposure point that, that you could come and yeah. be a part of. 
Um, we're filming this right before Christmas in December of 2022, but in 2023, there's a lot going on. We've got in January, there's February, I, I, the conversation right before yeah. we hit record was um, talking about your return to Ukraine, um, because right immediately upon returning here, you started raising support to get generators for some of those things. Yeah. Um, that's a whole different project, not part of the short-term thing, but we're, we're always going somewhere. And there's short-term opportunities you could come be a part of, like extended short-term. We're talking like yeah. six-month things you could come be a part of with the team in Kosovo mm -hmm. or spots like that. So give us a rundown of what you're planning as of right now. Yeah, okay. So, you know, based on the relationships and the, um, the experience we've had with this, the, the relationships we developed with people in Ukraine from the last trip, mm -hmm. Uh, we saw that you know, it was very obvious, I thought that going in, that generators might be an important part of the, the to helping churches. So um, we go in there and we were involved with all these churches and there's no power. Mm -hmm. I mean, these, uh, but the churches are meeting and it's uh, freezing cold, just steam's coming off of everybody's breath. They're singing, they're worshiping, they're sitting down for uh, Bible studies. Yeah. And we had a, a college meeting in um, Mukajevo, and it was dark, lit by flashlights, yeah. freezing, and um, it's it just underscored. Okay, energy is a problem for these mm -hmm. guys, and then I think all, as well as the winter deepens, it's going to become yeah. a, a, a survival issue. So we thought, okay, get get back. Um, I just thought, let's get some generators. So yeah. working with the pastor there. And working with some of our AJM contacts, the Calvary contacts, we thought, okay, let's send 10 generators over. Yeah. And um, it quickly became more than that. And so we're sending 20 pretty high-powered generators over. We've got the order that's, awesome. that's being from the factory to um, Budapest, where um, I've, and then through some of the relationships of the short-term mission uh, mm -hmm. missions, people want to go back and help um, distribute, those. distribute those on behalf of their church that's sponsoring yeah. these. Uh, that's cool. These things, which I think is very natural, very cool. It's and 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 the people we're working at will be an incredible, rather than being an imposition. Yeah, it's an incredible encouragement to them. Yeah. So that's January, and uh, February. You know, we've I've got a, a Mexico trip that. Uh, so um, me as AJM is helping Calvary Fellowship, my, my longtime church, and we're bringing 30 people to Mexico. That's awesome. Um, and then in March, and this is one that we want to really kind of put out to people because this is something that, um, this is a college-age trip to Guatemala. Yeah. And um, one of our cameramen here and I have been working on this, and uh, we've got uh, a group of college people that we want to see have the experience of, of of being near these missionaries, yeah. being near the, the what, what they do, and and so we're working with our missionaries, uh, Jordan and Mercedes, Mercedes, Jordan, Mercedes <laughs> in Guatemala, and um, they're excited. If you excited. want to watch a conversation in, on this channel mm -hmm. that I had with Jordan um, a while ago to talk about the ministry they were doing during COVID, um, mm -hmm. follow the link up there. Uh, but you're taking a team yep. of college age students. To them. Well, I, I sat down with Jordan this summer, and I said, "How can we support you?" Yeah. And and he said, "Send a team down." Yeah. And so bring us people. Bring us people. He works with a group that that does all sorts of outreach in his area, but he would he has asked us to come down. So that's our bag, right? Yeah. We're going to bring college people down. 
We're going to help him with outreach in the town. And as well as he has this up the river, a small village mm -hmm. that doesn't speak Spanish. And it, there, it's a very, um, you know, beginning stage of outreach. And wow. we're going to help with some water projects, I believe, That's up there. Cool. And I'm really excited about it. I'm excited about being helpful yeah. to that ministry. That, again, we found an opportunity that people want us coming in to assist. That's what we want. Secondly, I think about these college kids and the mm -hmm. opportunity to um, to see basically a, a revelation of God mm -hmm. and from God for their lives. The, then as we move into summer, because <laughs> we've got plans for the whole year and beyond. There's some, we're not, there's some that we're not even mentioning yeah. <laughs> because they're already filled up. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, we do want to, you know, there's uh, an, uh, one of the people that's on my heart is a fellow named Joseph, mm -hmm. who is, I think... He's in a Jesus mission missionary in, in Uganda. And we're hoping to get some um, some more um, pictures and videos uh, from him to kind of explain his mission yeah. of uh, running this orphanage. But um, one of the things I, I want to do is get get there, and I've got I've already got some um, team some, enlisted. some team enlisted, some construction people who want to go down and help install electricity yeah. and a perimeter fence. These are the, his his projects, um, and there's money needs, of course, but there's people needs as well. There's so much value that we get to bring as the church. Not I'm not even just talking fiscal value. There's something just that helps people stay the course. We talk yeah. in a Jesus mission a lot about like how care and connectivity and consistency and these things help push missionaries forward. There's something that happens when we show up, not not just with supplies in our arms, but to go, no, we believe in what God's doing yeah. in you and through yeah. you. We need to continue being the church like that, pushing each other forward. Yeah, and I think that's one of the things I'm hearing over and over. Mm -hmm. And we want to develop t uh, short-term teams that, that bring this in is that we're bringing, not, we're not just bringing uh, stuff. And, uh, one of the questions I had about this last Ukraine trip, and I think is reflective of, of a lot of these trips, is that why don't we just send money to them? Yeah. Okay, and that's that's a good question. But you know, the thing that I, I've seen in these trips that's most important, more than money, and I even question that that is really, mm -hmm. if that's not a distortion in our thinking. What people need is love. Yeah. And we bring a team of people that is an expression of love to these yeah. missionaries. And it's a shot in the arm. And yeah. the one thing that they need, they need money. Okay, yeah. they need money for <laughs> sure. And what we, uh, but they need support and they need love. Yeah. And so that's one of the objectives of these short terms. And what we found is that, like with this generator thing, um, when people go over, they begin to share the heart. Yeah. Not just them, but their churches at home begin to share the heart and that we can actually bring some of this money and support into the um, yeah. into the local missionaries. Yeah. There's a lot of opportunities for people who have maybe a desire to get involved in missions, but they, they don't know quite where to start or maybe maybe coming on one of these trips is a good starting point because they get exposure. Yeah. You get to help kind of introduce them to who the Jesus mission is. But then like we've been together to Kosovo and seeing the team out there mm -hmm. where we have that coffee shop. There's links, uh, we'll put links below about videos you can see, where you can see the coffee shop that's happening over there. But the whole point of that is like a spot where we're just expressing love to the community yeah. there and, and showering them with love, making good coffee and just creating this culture of, no, you, you are vital. And then all of a sudden people go, why do you care so much? And there's an opportunity to share the gospel. Well, 
if you have a heart for something like that, uh, send us a message or, or yeah. go to a jesusmission.org slash apply. And there's ways for you to get involved there for three months, six months, a year. Like there's opportunities that kind of abound. Yeah. Um, I think one of the other cool partnerships that we have is this partnership with Creation mm-hmm. Fest, which is uh, a, a music and outreach festival. It helps push forward the church in Southern England, down in Cornwall, England. We've been there together a number of times. Um, this year, Sarah Yardley, who's an Aegeus Mission missionary, is the director of that, and she is inviting us, please bring people to help volunteer and help run this thing and, yeah. and help pour out into the community there. So you're going to take a team in the summer, uh, in August to England as well. And then you want to talk well, about that one? Well, yeah, the team is, this is, this is interesting because it's a little bit niche, mm-hmm. but, um, I provide a, and it's a strangely great evangelism tool, which yeah. is, okay, we're taking a dancing trip, yeah. a dancing team over there. Specifically, a swing dancing yeah. tr- uh, team, with uh, where we're taking just normal people, uh, students primarily, and uh, teaching them to dance. Yeah, and then we're bringing a, a live group over, <laughs> and there's something. I think what happens a lot of times in in cultures is that it's difficult for for a, a, a proclaimer of the gospel just to come up to somebody on the street. Mm-hmm and say, hey, can I talk to you about Jesus? And I, and I think that we can do that. Uh, what we found with this mechanism is that it's somehow easier yeah. to ask somebody to dance with you. Than to tell the gospel to them. <laughs> I, I, I don't, I can't, it's hard to explain. Hey, you're but a stranger that, on the street. Yeah. You want to dance? We don't want to dance. And then, and then dancing happens. It, it, it strangely happens. And I think swing dancing has this kind of very wide mm. from, from nostalgic for the older people, yeah. the younger people that are kind of in it as a, um, I, I, I see that there's pockets of kids who are in this. And then people, it has a kind of an innocence to it, yeah. fun innocence to it that we can draw people in for lessons and whatnot. Now, after you've danced with somebody, you have this this camaraderie with them. Yeah. You've just danced. I mean, <laughs> it's kind of, a, you've made this jump from stranger to a dancing partner. We've held hands and yeah, yeah, it's, danced on the streets. Say, and then asking the question, what's your story? Yeah. You know, what brings you down here? Tell me about yourself. Which is the is the question that we will bring, that we can begin a conversation mm-hmm. that we've seen over and over and over again that naturally leads to why are we here and we're sharing the gospel yeah. with people. So, as a platform for sharing the gospel, it is a, it has been one of the most effective for one on one sharing. Yeah. Um, that we that we found, and you know, I think that's going to be one of the challenges for a lot of these short terms and for missions is finding the tools that work for our culture. Now, at one point, like both of us were musicians, you come in, you play, a ba- you bring a band yeah. in, and then there'd be a crowd and whatnot. I don't know that that happens as much anymore. Yeah. It can. Um, I've often said that, like for some of these missionary um, objectives, that coffee is mm-hmm. the new music. Yeah, yeah, um, because coffee is this cultural thing that brings people together 
that has the opportunities to have a space where you can share yeah. with people that music seemed to be the yeah. place that, it, that that held that place before. So when we talk about these coffee shops, it, it's not that we're thinking that this is some sort of uh, money generating yeah. thing, or that we just we just really love coffee, though we do we do enjoy um, coffee. It's it's that we believe in the community aspect of this, and I think churches yeah. that are starting these things um, are finding that yeah. over and over. We've seen such cool responses to the gospel using those different methods. I think that's, in a Jesus mission, you'll find, we talk about this all the time, we want to be super flexible with our methods because mm -hmm. the mission of Christ is static. It's not going to change. It's what we know mm -hmm. propels us. Like We're compelled by love to go share the hope of the gospel. And so we allow those methods to change. And short-term missions kind of creates, it, it's the most flexible variant of, what method are we going to use this yeah. week? Swing yeah. dancing here, yeah. water project over there. We may find we may find better tools. Yeah. Uh, right now, this one's working, and we're gonna we're we're gonna, we're gonna work it this summer. Yeah. We're uh, working with a, a church start in Italy. Mm. So that's how this it, it'll be at the end of July, or actually the beginning of August. We're gonna be going to uh, Creation Fest, mm -hmm. and we're gonna be joining. Actually, here's one of the cool things about this, is that we're joining with. Um, young people from Europe as well, yeah. uh, typically missionaries, kids. And this becomes, again, kind of this multi-layered way, uh, way of supporting yeah. the missionaries. Yeah. And I found that this is something that's just a, a godsend, an answer to prayer for missionaries, yeah. that, they're, that their young people can have an opportunity to come together with a bunch of other young people yeah. who really have a passion of faith. Yeah. So there's that aspect of it. We're going to bring, you know, this is if if dancing or evangelism or even just stepping into this realm yeah. is something that you're drawn to then this is the thing we'll have the link yeah. for it here very soon and um you can join in in this or apply to this and mm -hmm. we'll get things going you don't have to dance we'll train you <laughs> we're going to creation fest and we do outreach to all the little towns around and then we also do uh, outreach on the big stages. Yeah. And so it's a variety of things. Yeah. Joining with these missionary kids, and then we'll go down to Italy and do outreach there as well. This fall, we want to work with Estevan, who is a uh, missionary in Madrid. Yeah. We worked with him last summer, and he really desires for us to come back again. Yeah. So fall is when we're thinking about getting another, and that will be another uh, I think he would like us to bring a dance team. So, yeah. calling on dancers. <laughs> if if dance is your thing, then um, this might be your moment. Yeah. And uh, let's utilize this for the gospel. If it's not your thing, but you have a heart for missions, we can do. We can we can get you kind of yeah. up to snuff in the dancing <laughs> thing. Believe it or not, there's going to be so many of these trips and we're talking a lot about the future of this as well part of the reason i'm up here in seattle is we were working on the future of these trips and and there's going to be so many opportunities make sure to subscribe to this channel and to the instagram and all of those places where you can see what a jesus mission is doing if you go to a jesus mission.org mission trips pretty straightforward. You can find a list of the ones that we currently have applications ready for or that we're inviting you to. Um, and we're updating that pretty, pretty regularly because there's so much going on.
I want I wanted you to get to meet Craig. I want to have you on again later and just probably after a couple of these trips have gone, we'll have another conversation mm -hmm. about what you experienced and some of those stories. But we, we want to invite you to be a part of sharing the gospel around the world. Mm -hmm. uh, I, my name is Andy Ziesmer. This is Craig <laughs> Finley. We're a part of a Jesus mission, and we'll see you next week.